Greetings, Javier Churches, and greetings to those joining us from elsewhere. This is Colin, and I hope you're all keeping very well. We have our podcast for the 23rd Sunday after Pentecost, which is also, we're marking as All Saints Day, or All Saints Sunday. The intimations are on the, the website, but... The funeral for Margaret Gibson will be on Monday at Yetimkirk at 12.45 and then the burial at the, the cemetery afterwards. Please note the prayer service will be in Morbato at 1.30 on Tuesday. So lunchtime meeting, 1.30 Tuesday. And then the session meet on Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock. Articles for the Cheviot magazine should be in by Friday the 17th of November. So please get writing. And next week will be Remembrance. And we'll be having a service at Hunam on Saturday at 11 o'clock. That's 11th of the 11th. Um, and then on Sunday at night at Yetim at 9.45 before the service at 10. More battle 11 um, before the service at 11.15, and then we'll be at Linton at 12.30. And I think these are all the intimations. Come all you saints, from east and west, from north and south, we come to worship God. Come and worship, and find here strength for the journey, forgiveness for failure, and inspiration for, from Jesus, our wounded yet triumphant Lord. We come to worship God. And we sing the great All Saints hymn 74740 for all the saints. Thanks to Heather and Gordon. Let us pray. O Most High, we come to rest from our labors and offer you our praises, our rock, our fortress, and our might. We come to meet you in word and song, movement and silence, knowing you hold us in the silence of your love. O Incarnate Word, we come to confess your name as committed yet muddled disciples. We see your saints of old and admire their tenacity, their faith, their determination to proclaim 
you're to proclaim you despite the cost. Forgive us when we are distracted, disciples, when our faith fails and when our Christianity is compromised, when we prefer to flee to ocean's further shore rather than proclaim you as Lord. O eternal flame of love, give us time to change, time to see the world around us, grace to understand what proclaiming Jesus as King of glory may mean for us now, and time to see the more glorious day that awaits us and all the saints. My friends, God is gracious and kind, running with arms outstretched in welcome when we turn back. Your sins are forgiven and have the grace to forgive yourself and those who've wounded you. And now we join together in our family prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever. Amen. And we read from the book of Revelation and chapter 7 and from verse 9. After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation and tribe and people and language, standing to before the throne and in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And then verse 13, Then one of the elders asked me, These in white robes, who are they and where did they come from? Sir, you know, I answered. And he said, These are they who've come out of great tribulation, have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are set before the throne of God and serve him night and day. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tent over them. And never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat on them nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the heart of the throne shall be their shepherd. Will lead them to the springs of the waters of life. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Amen. And Matthew and chapter 5, we have the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the poor in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is a kingdom of heaven. Amen. And then the, the hymn 730 from the Falter of Breath.
It's a lovely song. Let us pray. Vulnerable God, you challenge the powers that rule this world through the needy, the compassionate, and those who are filled with longing. Make us hunger and thirst to see right prevail and single-minded in seeking peace, that we may see your face and be satisfied in you. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you remember the books you read at school? I think my English teacher was a great Graham Greene fan because we read Brighton Rock. And then for O'Grade, it was The Power and the Glory. And the latter was about a Catholic priest in Mexico. At the time that the church there was being persecuted and foreign priests were being expelled, all the church's property was seized and, and some states even outlawed priests totally. And it's in this context we meet Green's priest wandering secretly around his vast parish, saying prayers, baptizing babies, and in great secrecy and danger celebrating mass. He cuts out a lonely figure and really not quite attractive figure. For he's an alcoholic. He's also fathered a daughter. He's had several chances to escape, but refuses to take them. And eventually he's betrayed and shot. Everyone knew that he was a bad priest, but also somehow a heroic priest. And at the end of the book, shortly after his execution, two new priests arrive. They bear little holy cards with pictures of the now marked martyred priest, proclaiming him to be a saint. He was sanctified, but also sanitized. We tend to view saints as good and holy people. The priest doesn't quite fit our image. But saints are, are supposed to inspire us to live good Christian lives. Unlike Jesus, they're ordinary humans who had no special divine power, yet somehow managed to live out the values of Christ as exemplified in the Beatitudes that we read earlier. And the fact that ordinary people could live as devoted Christians was used to inspire the rest of us to live out our discipleship as well. But perhaps... Like this priest in the power and the glory, saints can be edgy too. There's a prayer that goes, the saints of God live down our street. Ordinary people getting on with living as best they can. While many were concentrating on pumpkins and parties on Tuesday and Halloween and Wednesday, the church celebrated All Saints Day, a day when we're invited to remember and give thanks for all who've gone before us in the faith and those whose lives and loves have influenced us. The Bible disagrees with what a saint is. St. Paul refers to all his readers of, as saints, everyone who's Christian's a saint. But the writer in Revelation today saw saints as those who were martyred for their faith. The Revelation as a strange book is written for a church undergoing persecution, suffering, 
And the book looks evil, faith, full in the face. It grapples with the principalities and powers that demean human worth and uncovers the injustices of empire and system. It's a description of a world gone mad, including monsters and lots of blood and a lake of fire, an awful lot of trumpets sounding. But it's apocalyptic. It's often written at extreme times. It encourages people that there is hope. Hang in there, there is hope. But the passage we read today, we're given a new sort of vision. A vision of a great multitude gathering round God's thrones, all robed in white and carrying palm branches and waving them in worship and in praise. And in the midst of all the stories of terror and pain, of monsters and lakes of fire, the sound of swinging, swe- singing swell around us. We find ourselves in heaven. It's a promise to the faithful better things to come when wrongs are set right when unjust systems are remade and the abundance of God is shared with all and in this place there's no more hunger in this place there's no more thirst and those who once struggled and toiled in the scorching heat are instead shepherded alongside the waters of peace and God wipes away every tear from their eyes It's a vision for a persecuted people that all would be okay. They were all in God's hands. But saints can be edgy. And those martyred saints we read about in in Revelation were, of course, rebels. They had refused to conform to the laws of their day choosing rather to worship one God rather than the array of gods that the Romans demanded that they give lip service to. And instead of asserting, as good Romans would have done, that the emperor was Lord, they they asserted that Jesus was Lord. Maybe that means little to us, but it was dangerous in the first century. And this simple proclamation understood that Caesar wasn't Lord, that Jesus was. The empire wasn't the greatest power in the world, the kingdom of God was. The Roman law wasn't the ultimate authority, God's law is. And this is edgy, and this is dangerous, and this is political stuff. Many Christians today gathering secret in Iran or Saudi Arabia or North Korea, the underground churches in China, Risk the same for a simple proclamation that Jesus is Lord. Not the Ayatollah, not the king, not the respected comrade king, not President Xi Jinping. But Jesus is Lord. Being a saint is edgy stuff. But in the end, the saints are ordinary people like us. Thankfully, we live in a country where we can say Jesus is Lord. Thankfully, we don't have persecution hanging over us, not yet. The saints are ordinary people like us, working away and seeking to be peaceful and meek and hungry for justice and peace.
And so let us be the saints of God wherever we are and shine the light of God around. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now we're going to sing hymn 744 as a paraphrase. Hark how the adoring hosts above. We have our prayers of dedication and intercession. Let us pray. Bless the gifts that we bring and inspire discipleship so that our lives may be witness to your love in Jesus' name. God of all people, all places, all situations, we come seeking your strength and your direction to know the comfort of your presence and the energy of your spirit. You've called us to work towards reconciliation in the world. Help us to live out the ways of your kingdom in your church and in our lives. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus, you said, blessed are the poor. We pray for all those in the margins of our community facing the challenges of low income, the insecurity it brings. Make us generous stewards of the abundance that we enjoy so that there'll be enough for all. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus, you said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst. We pray for people in communities facing famine and drought. Give strength to people and to agencies like Christian Aid, dedicated to alleviating misery. And move us to share what we have with those who go hungry. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In Christ, you bless the peacemakers. We pray for those who work for peace and reconciliation in a divided world. Protect those who face violence, for those who face persecution, especially Christians in, in some countries in our world. Bring an end to hostilities. We bring before you the conflict in Gaza and all the suffering there and Israel and Palestine, in Ukraine and all other areas in turmoil. Move us to serve as mediators and models of forgiveness in our relationships. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus, you bless those who weep. 
We pray for those who are ill and those who are dying and those who mourn their loved ones. And in a moment of silence, we name those on our hearts this day, especially those saints who have blessed us in days or years gone by. Keep us united in love with all who rest from life in this world, but live with you. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. And we sing our closing hymn, 742, another hymn for All Saints Day, Rejoice in God's Saints. And so go in peace and may the love of God and may the peace of God and may the joy of God be with you. And the blessings of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be upon you and all whom you love this day and even forevermore. Amen. <laughs>